Hello, my name is Matt Lancedale, your host for the Inspired to be Authentic podcast, the podcast where we get to converse with people who are living their most authentic lives. We get real with our guests and talk openly about how they live authentically and the barriers they have overcome to be more authentic and aligned to themselves and their purpose. So a little bit about me. I am an empathic, clairsentient intuitive. I do transformation coaching and I'm also an author. Um, I want to break that down a little bit so you kind of get a a clear sense about what I do and who I am. So uh, basically an empathic, clairsentient, intuitive is somebody who has the ability to feel other people's feelings uh, through sensation, through feelings of my own, and also through being able to um, tap into the thought-based energy around people and their thinking. So I use these, um, these gifts to work with people doing transformation coaching, and I also... Um, I'm an author of my very first book called Be The Space. So essentially my my mission in life is to work with people and help people evolve and help people step into the best version of themselves possible. So basically I have a few skill sets that that I've really honed in on. Um, Over the course of the first 10 years of my career, I did addiction counseling. So I worked with people in all facets of addiction, from sex addiction to workaholism to drugs, alcohol, um, different things, and did that for about 10 years. And then I transitioned myself into doing uh, fitness and nutrition coaching. And then over the course of the last couple of years, I've been blending back in my counseling or coaching um, aspects of what I do and really been kind of treating and working with people in a holistic, um, in a holistic sense. So my areas of, of specialization are in working with gay men. Um, I am myself, I'm a gay man and I work uh, really well with this population because I understand the intricacies of what it's like to be a gay man and, um, and have that experience growing up. So, um, I, I work with gay men in teaching them how to heal shame and be able to step into their authenticity so they can have meaningful and intimate connections in their lives. I I know this is a, a big yearning for a lot of gay men. They feel a lot of gay men feel quite lonely and they don't know how to connect in a deep and meaningful way because they're afraid of bringing forth aspects of themselves that, um, that they've been told is undesirable for, for so long and throughout our, our, the course of our development. So my mission is to help heal these wounds so we can all kind of come together and, and um, be more connected intimately. Um, I also have a specialization in working with people for weight loss. So men or women, gay or straight, doesn't matter. Um, I don't discriminate there. Um, and basically what I, what I do is I, I work with people um, through my, my clairsentient intuitive abilities to be able to help people clear the shame out of their lives that binds them to food addiction and emotional eating. So these are two things that I see a lot of in my practice. I work with people that, that struggle with these and it's about healing the shame, healing the things we don't like about ourselves so we can step into the best version of ourselves possible. So this, this to me... These two areas are my niche, Um, but then again, I do work with people in all capacities, uh, but my area of uh, focus is about shame and authenticity. Um, So what I wanna do is I wanna talk to you guys a bit about my personal story. Um, you know, get into the nitty gritty and the vulnerable aspects of, of my story and why I do what I do, because this is a big reason about why I do what I do. Uh, but I'm going to share that a little bit later on in the podcast here, because I do want to talk to you guys a little bit about um, Inspired to be Authentic and how I developed this and, uh, you know, kind of where it comes from, the essence of what this is meant to be. So uh, you guys have an idea of what you're getting yourself into when you um, watch these these shows and episodes moving forward. So 
Um, I want to start out by, by what you can get as the audience and what you can expect um, to help you on your transformation journey. Um, so the number one thing is going to be inspiration. Inspiration to be vulnerable because this podcast is all about inviting guests on where I interview them, asking them to share their story and, and talk to me a bit about what life has been like for them moving in and stepping into their authenticity. What sort of barriers did we did, did they come up against that really got in the way of them being able to step into their authenticity and what what did they do to get those barriers out of the way so they could step into their authenticity? These are these are very important questions on our human journey if we want to be able to step into who we are and become more comfortable in our own skin, right? Um, so when we have more inspiration to be vulnerable, we put ourselves in, in vulnerable situations where we can show up as who we are. And when we show up as who we are, we attract what we need. Because when we are putting out the energy of who we truly are, we get back the energy from others in complementary to how we show up. So when it comes to relationships or attracting love or, or even just friendships or connections, we wanna be our most vulnerable self because we're going to get met at that place in our being of being the most vulnerable. And when we feel connected to somebody on that on that level, it's so fulfilling and rewarding to be able to have and share in these beautiful connections. So that's that, that's the first thing, okay? Uh, the second thing is feeling more more courage to show up. So courage is a is a is a beautiful beautiful thing, but we can't experience courage in the absence of fear. That's why vulnerability is so scary, right? We want to make sure that we we practice courage by focusing on what's on the other side of our fear instead of focusing on the fear itself. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about how can I feel the fear and do it anyway, right? So living in, in a place of courage is the number one ingredient to stepping into your authenticity because without courage, you cannot be, you cannot be authentic. You cannot practice vulnerability. Be more comfortable in your own skin. So this is, a, this is a really big one because oftentimes we feel that there's aspects about ourselves that we deem as undesirable. We've been told that they're undesirable or society tells us or we've had experiences in our past where, where we feel like aspects of ourselves aren't, aren't good or we're not whole. And when we have this experience, it's really hard to be comfortable in our own skin. And in order for us to be authentic, we need to be comfortable in our own skin. So a lot of this podcast is going to be about teaching you how you can start to become more comfortable in your own skin so you can show up in a nice, beautiful, authentic way. Learning how to love and accept yourself. So those of you who've been following my work for a while, this is, this is the, the premise of what I do. This is the root of what I do. It's all about self-love and self-acceptance because without those two, we can't love another and we can't accept ourselves if we don't have this strong, innate quality to be able to, to accept ourselves and love ourselves, right? So we oftentimes get caught up in traps of looking to other people to validate us and accept us and then we can finally accept ourselves. But what we're doing is we're going at it backwards. We actually need to learn to accept and love ourselves so we can receive acceptance and love from others. Because otherwise, we become really reliant on other people to meet our needs. We become codependent. And these are the traits that are going to get us caught up in, in spirals of low self-worth. Because when somebody can't reflect back to us that, that, that we're acceptable or that we're lovable, we spiral out, out into um, dysfunctional patterns. We, you know, that's how addiction is formed and these sorts of things. So we really, really want to learn how to love and accept ourselves in a deep and meaningful way. And this podcast is definitely going to have a lot of flavors of that. 
learning how to be more comfortable with intimacy and connection. So my, my experience working with, um, with people is it's, it's really, really challenging for all people. Um, I see this predominantly with a lot of gay men that I work with and coach is it's very hard for, for us to show up and be authentic because we fear rejection. Right. And when we fear rejection and we hold back, we can't practice intimacy because intimacy is about showing up unfiltered, allowing people to see you for who you are and being seen and heard. And if we don't feel comfortable to do that because we fear rejection or we fear that someone's not going to love us or accept us, then we hold back and we don't we, we don't get that 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 number one ingredient in in what the human experience is meant to be about, which is human connection, which is um, attachment right? Attachment is such a beautiful thing and be able to share in a loving attachment with somebody is, is a very rewarding experience. So this is, this is my number one reason why I'm doing this podcast. I'd have to say is because I want people to be able to come in union and and connect with one another because there is nothing more fulfilling in this life than having a beautiful connection with somebody that you love and care about. And this is a perfect segue into the next one. So awaken to your worth. All right. This podcast is going to be a a lot about awakening to your worth. How can we develop a sense of worthiness from the the, the core of our being, right? And with worth, it's a very interesting phenomenon because oftentimes as human beings, we try and meet the needs of of self-worth with our minds, with our egos. And this is a backwards way of approaching this. So what we want to do is we want to learn to, to, we want to learn the skill of remembrance, remembering who we are as spiritual beings. So moving back into ourselves, going within, and this is a perfect time to be doing this because we're going through this virus and the quarantining and we're being asked to go within. We're being asked to sit with ourselves. And I I am 100% confident with, with every ounce of my being that we are going to come out of this, this process with a whole hell of a lot more self-worth on an individual level and a whole hell of a lot more self-worth on a collective level. And I am extremely excited about this because without self self-worth we cannot have authenticity and I look forward to the day where we can all come together and we can all just be able to be in the expression of who we are with the most beautiful beautiful energy and we can share in that energy together this is this is a a vision that I have for for the future and for the near future this is this is happening very quickly the things are shifting energetically on this planet where we're going to be able to have this a lot sooner than people think an energetic transmission. This is this is a big big part of the work that I do because I work with energy. That's what I do. I work with feelings. I work with thoughts. I work, it's all energy. So everything that I do is an energy transmission. So when I work with clients individually, it's an energy transmission. When I work with people collectively, it's an energetic transmission. The reason why I have to live by what I preach is because if I'm energetically transmitting, that means you have to feel into the energy that I'm providing forward in my videos and in my podcast for you to be able to transform yourself energetically. So if I just sit here and I'm talking all this shit on my videos and podcasts about stuff that I'm not actually doing and living in my own life, the energy isn't transmitting. So it's less about what I say and more about the energy that I'm exuding in the words that I speak. So this energetic transmission is huge. So if you want to start to shift and, and, and grow, I always tell people, listen with your heart. Listen to the space in between the words that I am speaking. Feel into that space between the words that I'm, that I'm speaking and, and see what comes up for you. My heart is speaking to your heart always. And when... 
when I'm making these transformations and I'm doing this heavy, heavy work on myself, I'm doing it for the collective. I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it for the audience and I'm also doing it for the collective energy of this planet, making sure that we all can feel held and we can all feel um, a sense of, of worth. Okay. It's a big part of what I do. Um, Concrete strategies on how you can be your most authentic self. So I know that it's not just all about energy. Energy is the language which we all speak, but there's also skills and there's also things we need to do in order to integrate this work. Um, so I'm going to be providing a tip of the week every week, something you can practice for seven days until you get your next tip. And these are going to be little strategies and little skills that I've taught. I write about them in my book. I write about them in my content. I speak about them all the time, but they're going to be little reminders of things that you can be doing to help you step into the most authentic version of yourself possible. And lastly, it's going to be entertaining, okay? Because I have been working in coaching and counseling for 14 years, going on my 15th year this year. And I know how to get to the root of people. Okay, this is my skill. This is what I do. This is, this is um, what God put me on this planet for. So um, I'm going to get to the root of a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of interesting, cool, fascinating, vulnerable, um, beautiful things that the human experience allows us to, to talk about, to feel. And uh, I'm really, really excited to be able to do this live now um, because, you know, obviously they're not going to be counseling or coaching sessions, but there's going to be a flavor there of being able to work with people and, and be able to allow people the space to show up in their authenticity so other people can see this because there's no better way for us as human beings to learn than for, for us to watch a transformation occur over the course of an hour and feel the energy shift uh, within those two beings. So I'm just beyond excited to be able to do this. Uh, this is like basically my dream job here. I can't believe I didn't do this sooner, but I was not being called by the almighty to, to do this at this at, uh, up until this time. So I'm excited that I now uh, get to open up this new chapter and work with people on this level. So, okay, take a breather, right? It's a lot of talking. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about my story and how I got to where I'm at, my journey. Um, so yeah, let's get a little real here. So um, my story started out um, basically when I was a young boy. Um, I would always feel things extremely intensely. I was a very, very emotional child. Um, I had a lot of racing thoughts as a child and um, I did not know up until the age of 25 that I was an empath and I had these abilities to feel into other people's feelings. And um, so it was a very confusing and a very frustrating and, and scary time for me growing up because um, I wasn't aware of how to manage this and I didn't really learn until my late 20s on how I could use this as a gift instead of it being a curse. And um, so around the age of eight, my parents split up and uh, it was a very, very hard time for me. I chose to repress, I chose to stuff everything and I chose uh, drugs and alcohol. So I started using drugs and alcohol around the age of um, 11 and then I moved into harder and harder and harder drugs and by the age of 17, I was um, in the middle of a well, I guess I should say at the beginning of, a, of a, a crack addiction. So my crack addiction lasted until I was about 24 years old. Um, and it took a major toll on myself and my confidence and my ability and my body and my mind and all sorts of stuff. 
Um, but really, you know, I, I ended up going to rehab. I did a ton of work and I still am doing a ton of work. I've been on a spiritual trajectory for, for many years now. Um, and something really cool to celebrate with you guys is um, I just celebrated on April 6th, um, which is a few days ago, three days ago, um, my 10 year sobriety from crack. So huge accomplishment to me because I, I it, just, it seems like a completely different life. Uh, to be honest, 10 years ago, it seems like it wasn't even that. It was, it was 10 lives ago that I was like that because I've changed so much. But there's this part of me that feels like it was just yesterday because I can remember the pain and the sorrow and the suffering uh, after a really intense binge. You know, I'd go on these binges for a whole weekend where I would just use a whole bunch and then at the end of the binge, I'd be laying there in a complete mess, depressed, anxious, feeling shame, feeling all the things that I was trying to run from that the reason why I chose to use drugs in the first place. So a lot of my journey has been about about sitting with the things that I don't love about myself, sitting with being gay, sitting with having feminine qualities, sitting with um, just traits, traits about about myself, things I've said, things I've done, uh, regrets, all that sort of stuff. So really, this is what my journey has been about. And um, through uh, uh, the, the biggest trauma for me, I would I would have to say would be you know growing up gay and and stuffing it and hiding it because I knew I was gay from the age of probably five. Um, I had my first a homoerotic feeling, and um, uh, so I, I, I started to I, at that time I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was going on. I remember um, when I as I got older and older, I realized that this is something that I couldn't share with people and I had to hide it. And um, so I hid that I was gay from the age of about five to the age of about 18. I came out at 18. And so that's 13 years of hiding a very big at the time aspect of myself. I now realize it's 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 just a part of me. It's not who I am. Um, but hiding this this aspect of myself, um, it took a major, major toll on me. And um, I got to a point, I was in a relationship, I, I was in a relationship for about four years at this time. And I realized that in this relationship, I had never shown up. I had never let myself show up. I didn't know what it was to be vulnerable. I didn't know what it was to be authentic um, because I was so hidden and what I used to mask this, this shame that I was experiencing around being gay was masculinity. So I wore this mask of masculinity. I, I, I got a motorcycle by the age of 16. I um, made sure I walked a certain way. I made sure my voice was deep enough. I did all these things to make sure that, I, that nobody knew that I was, that I was um, you know, this fag or whatever. You, know, you, you internalize this messaging about what it means to be gay. Um, so this was very, very deep with inside of me and it took years and I'm still working on this stuff years to, to get this, this energy because it was 13 years of repression. It was layers of things would come up and I would put it back down. Things would come up. I'd put it back down. And I just got to this, this place where I had so little capacity in me because I was full and I was anxious all the time and I would, I would, would get embarrassed. That was actually a very big reason. I started going to therapy um, to see a, a, 
an, an anxiety therapist, a psychologist, so she could help me with in my embarrassment because I would just be talking to people and I would just all of a sudden my face would go red. Even if I had nothing to be embarrassed about, I just, it was that my body's physiology was speaking the language of shame because it needed to release it and I wasn't, I had no outlet. So over the course of doing this work, um, and healing some of these shame issues, I started to realize how little I, ability I had to connect with people and how little of an ability that was a, a, an expression of how little of ability I had to connect with myself. And um, being able to be vulnerable is about allowing yourself to be seen but not just by others. It's about allowing yourself to be seen by yourself, right? Because there's aspects of myself that I was shutting. I was shunning. I didn't want to see them. I would throw them back in the closet. I would do this. I would do that. I'm not allowing myself to be seen and heard when I do that. So how can I practice vulnerability with others if I can't practice it within the presence of myself? So that was step one, was me learning how to become more authentic with myself and, and vulnerable with myself so I could become authentic and vulnerable with others. Okay, so... This 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 has been a, a big chunk of my work, and I it's it's come in layers. It's it's not just a linear process. It's been a period of me developing a, a spiritual ego. So I went through this period where I had a very strong ego to to defend my my shame and to defend defend my feeling inadequate. I developed this spiritual ego of being spiritual and being um, holy and having these great ideas. And a lot of it was. Um, it was, again, it was another layer. The, the ego is there to protect you. But throughout the course of doing this, I developed this, this also this spiritual side to me, but it just had a very, uh, a strong flavor of ego. And then what I've been working on over the course of the last year, year and a half is um, something called shadow, shadow work or shadow integration. So shadow integration is really all about taking the aspects that we have shunned about ourselves that we've split from and befriending them, right? So what that process looks like is it's, it's, it's a strong process of allowance, okay? So when we have things come up for us, do we choose to, to shove it away or do we choose to allow it? And for a lot of my life, I thought that if I allowed these things to be part of my experience, I would somehow have to accept them or I would somehow say that they're okay. And I didn't want to do that because I didn't want them to be able to express themselves in my life in any way, shape or form because I was ashamed of them. So shadow work really has been about me befriending that. Um, taking the aspects of myself, all aspects of myself, my ego, the things I'm ashamed of, my, my choices, all that sort of stuff, and really allowing them to come up. And a lot of times people have a real hard time wrapping their head around this. They think, well, what do I have to do? I just have to like take all the things that I hate about myself and just hug them all and love them all. But it doesn't work like that. It, it works at least for, in my experience, it worked like this. So I had things come up, right? I talk about these layers. I had them come up through feeling or through thought. And I would immediately be like, ugh, gross, shove it back down. And a common experience that I would have would be I would be beating myself up that here I go again. I've done all this spiritual work and yet again, I'm still having these same thoughts and feelings about all the things that I don't like about myself. What is wrong with me? And I beat myself up. Okay. So I, I did this for like 
probably eight years. You know, it's like, come on. Like, I, I, I can't believe it took me this long to realize it. So in the course of the last six months, I've been doing this really intense work about allowing. So regardless of what arises, I love it. Okay. I absolutely love it because you know what, whatever's coming up for me, it's coming up for a reason. And I do, I do, I follow uh, the work of Matt Kahn a lot and he is a, a phenomenal spiritual teacher. He's been, he's mentored me throughout the course of my spiritual devo- development for the last nine years. I've been started watching his YouTube videos about nine years ago and that's his, his shtick. It's all about whatever arises. Love that. He actually has a book uh, called that and it's a fantastic book. Um, so this really gave me permission to start working with the things that come up and allow them to be there because when we do that, we have to understand that thoughts and feelings, in order for them to release from our being, they need to be felt and thought. So if we're always repressing, when it comes time to heal, they have to come up. They come up through, through other thoughts, other feelings, tears, um, anger, whatever it comes up, you have to allow it. You have to go through the things that you repressed. You don't just get to bypass it and be like, okay, I'm not going to go through that. I'm going to keep shoving it, shoving it, shoving it. Well, and then it turns into cancer or IBS or fibromyalgia or something that manifests from a psychosomatic disorder, right? So we want to make sure that we're, we're allowing. Allowance is going to be a huge aspect of um, the Inspired to Be Within podcast because if you can start to allow things to happen um, and experience them, you're going to release the things that are getting in the way of you being authentic, okay? Okay. So that brings me to alignment. So I I have a saying, authenticity is the expression of alignment. So when we feel aligned, we express it as authenticity. When we don't feel aligned, we experience shame and we don't express ourselves at all because we don't want to be seen and heard for the things that we feel ashamed about. So alignment is when we no longer choose to reject these aspects of ourselves and we choose to love them instead. Okay. That's when we become aligned. That's when the ego unravels itself because it doesn't have anything to protect because it's already accepted the very things that you've assigned it to, to protect. So when you start to practice authenticity, the ego unravels itself and all of that energy, which is just an extension of your soul, it just embodies itself and you become one. And that's alignment, right? Alignment is authenticity being expressed. It's such a beautiful, beautiful phenomenon. And I am just... At the, at the, the, I would say at this beautiful spot in my life where I'm finally feeling this, I'm finally feeling my ego unraveling and it being able to be embodied back to my soul where I can start to be and, and experience myself in a, in a way that doesn't require an extension from other into me, or it doesn't re- me require to over identify with my experiences in my thoughts, my feelings, my imagination, my memories. I just get to just be okay. It's, <clears throat> it's beautiful. And you know what? That's today. <laughs> Tomorrow, it might not be like that. That's the thing about the spiritual journey is you are, it's an up and down journey. And the key is to not attach to any sort of outcome and just allow the moment to be as it needs to be, right? Which is allowance. So it's, it's a beautiful, um, it comes full circle when you're practicing allowance. Um, all right. So I have two mottos for the podcast. So one of them is if we own who we are, we will attract what we need, right? This is so amazing. I love this saying because, um, Ownership of who we are is is such a, an, a, it's such a beautiful thing. It takes courage. It takes strength. It takes 
it takes balls. You know, it takes that, that, um, it's just, I can't even describe it really. It's just an energy. We need to step into the, into our strength so we can own who we are so we can attract what we need. This is so, so key. And what I want to teach you guys as the audience is I want to teach you how to own who you are. I want to teach you this so you can attract exactly what you need in your life. Right? Everybody on this planet deserves to have in their life what makes them feel fulfilled, happy, joyful, love. All of these states of being that we, we are entitled to as human beings. I want you to feel more of these things. And I want you to feel more confidence as well. This is a big aspect of the work I do is feel confident so you can be more authentic. And then when you're authentic, you can attract more joy and love and these sorts of states into your experience. Uh, the second motto is our vulnerability is our superpower. So you're going to see in all of the episodes, all the interviews that I do with, with the interviewees is going to be about allowing them the space to be vulnerable, share their story, right? Let's talk about your story. Let's talk about how your story has defined you into who you are and how that definition of who you are is how you now relate to the world around you and how you attract the things to you that you need in order to fulfill your purpose right? It's all about attraction when you're aligned to who you are and your purpose. You attract everything you need. You don't need to be chasing it. Things don't feel like you're swimming upstream anymore. You're going with the flow, right? The river is flowing and you are on a boat flowing with it. That's the beauty of, of being aligned to who you are. Um, all right. So a little bit about the format of the podcast. So what you can expect from each podcast. So basically uh, each podcast will be um, talking with, against somebody who I feel has, is living their most authentic life, somebody who's aligned. And um, we're going to talk about their origin story. We're going to talk a bit about how they got to where they are, their barriers, their struggles, um, and their successes. You know, what, what made them who they are today, according to their, uh, their story. Okay. Um, then we're going to have some open dialogue time where we're just going to be able to talk, banter, have some fun, have some laughs. Um, and I have a, a really fun game. So you'll notice on all my marketing, on my social media, the question is how much of me can I be? So I, I love this saying and it's such a beautiful question because really it's not a question to answer so much, which I'm making it a question to answer, but it's more of a question to be embodied. Um, how much of me can I be? So. I will hold my hand on my heart and I will say that to myself when I'm feeling the, the, the need to dim my light, okay? How much of me can I be right now? I, it's, it's giving myself permission to step into the light instead of dim it, okay? I'm stepping into the light. I'm, I'm, I'm coming, becoming one with the light to which I am. That's the work that I want, that I want to do. So how much of me can I be is, is the practice of, um, of doing this. So... Basically, what, I'll, what I've done is I've created a list of 30 questions, 30 burning questions, hot on the seat questions, and um, the guest gets to choose number between one and 30, and they randomly get, get uh, choose a question. And what I'm going to do throughout the course of the, the podcast uh, show is I'm going to have um, the audience write questions in that they want to know about the guest. So I'm going to build this library of questions and then the, the guests can choose whatever question that they want. And then they're put on the hot seat. They have to answer these questions. So, uh, it's called how much of me can I be? So I, I, I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be my favorite part of the episodes, um, which I'm really excited. And then, um, the other part is this is me. So this is me again. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, embodiment. It's a standing in your energy and owning it, right? So um, how can we do this? So this is me tip of the week. So I'm going to give you a tip of the week that's going to help you own 
who you are through this is me. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm beyond excited to be able to offer this to you guys. Um, I'm beyond excited to be able to receive this gift because I really truly do feel like it's a gift um, from God for me to be able to step into my truth, step into my purpose. I've been feeling a little bit not unaligned with my purpose, but unaligned with the expression of my purpose lately, how my purpose is expressing itself. So I went with the gay man's coach. I went with this. I went with that. It wasn't all feeling quite right yet. And now I feel like I finally have got it. So I'm, I'm very excited. Um, going to get to be able to do these interviews and work with people and learn myself because I spend a lot of my time teaching and giving out my energy and my, my teachings and my inspiration. And I feel like this is going to be a great way for me to be able to share that with other people, but also uh, get some back in my bucket as well because that's very important for me to continue doing this work is to be able to always be filling my bucket with inspiration and uh, things that make me tick uh, you know fuel the fire in my belly um, so anyways yeah that's basically episode one I wanted to, to introduce you guys to the podcast um, if you have any questions please feel free to leave comments below um, if you have any questions that you want to see in the how much of me can I be questions list, leave them below. Um, and my website is www.mattlancedel.com, M-A-T-T-L-A-N-D-S-I-E-D-E-L. I will put the attachment in the show link below the show notes and, um, yeah, have a beautiful day guys. I look forward to episode two i have a very awesome guest lined up i'm not going to uh, give away any secrets for now but stay tuned for uh, for guest two coming up very shortly 